it going well. Good morning, everybody. I believe we are live. We are live. Okay. Good morning. Welcome to today's edition of the Coffee Chat Show. We will let everybody catch up with the fact that we're online. I didn't. Um, I did not do an event, so I don't know if I think notifications will still go out, but I'm not sure. So I well, forgot. Well, show that you're live. Yeah, I'm gonna do it right after we get off. Uh, you know, for next time. Yeah, the and, thing just popped up that you're live, so. All right, yeah. cool. So notifications are out there. Yeah. All right, well, good morning. Um, we said we were gonna talk about what versions of yourself you need to reintroduce yourself to. That is something that we posted in the group a few days ago. Um, we did not post it on the public page. So if you wanna know the topics of Coffee Chat before Saturday morning, you should join the group, which is Wheel of Change and it's associated with the Working Coach Mom page. Um, good morning, Liz. All right, everyone's starting to fall in here. Morning, everybody. Um, I have Tracy and Karen with me this morning and we are going to talk about what are versions of yourself that you have left behind now. Some versions of yourself you want to leave behind, <laughs> and we don't want to reintroduce you to those. So those are not the ones I'm talking about. Good morning, Doty. Hi, Lisa. I am talking about versions of yourself or pieces of your personality that you may have left behind um, because of what someone else told you, because of a relationship that you were in. Um, because you had kids and all of a sudden life became a different story than it used to be, um, because your economics dropped and all of a sudden you thought you weren't a badass anymore or that you couldn't do it or because something failed or fell apart, like life happens and, you know, when we're little or younger or whatever, like you come out of the gate, like, woohoo, all right. And then <laughs> Shit happens. And then slowly you're like, and then all of a sudden, here's you. And I'm like, hello, where are you? What's happening? Who do you need to reintroduce yourself to, right? We have a few months left to the year. So we have a real opportunity here to dig in and look at like, okay, maybe the year, maybe you had all these uh, ideas for yourself at the beginning of the year and now didn't go the way that you thought and that's okay because we're just gonna we're wipe the slate on that and we're gonna yeah. start again yeah. and we're gonna make two points this morning one is the one i'm speaking about right now and then the second point we're gonna make is really like <clears throat> having what you have and i'll talk about that after we finish talking about this but this kind of like get out your magnifying glass and start examining your life for these two things over the next couple of weeks because we have an opportunity we're coming into september soon so we have september october november december four months you can do a lot in four months you can make yep. a lot happen in four months and yep. i would suspect that a good part of all of us have discounted a version of ourselves and left it behind and we really have to reintroduce ourselves to that person um, i was telling tracy and karen before we jumped on that for me, I used to be fearless, man. And, you know, my husband said to me this morning, you are fearless. And it's like, yeah, but you don't know about the conversations that go on in my head. So, you know, I just used to be like, I was a badass. It was getting done. I didn't 
I knew it was me and God and I was good. And, you know, and some of that's just gotten a little mm, uh, covered over, I guess is the best word, right? It's not gone, but it's not as vibrant as it was. And part of that is because of the second piece of what I'm going to talk about, but I'm going to let the ladies chime in here first. Because here's the thing, if you don't, you don't see how far you've come if you don't really sit in what you've manifested or get what you've gotten then you don't fully realize the power of your your own power you don't have to fully engage your own power because you don't you're always just like the next thing the next thing the next thing the next thing oh okay i gotta do that okay and you don't pull back and say 10 years ago that was the case. This is the case now. Holy shit. That's a lot of stuff I manifested. That's a lot of stuff that's happened because you're going to gain something from that, right? You're going to probably gain some of those things that you think you've lost. You haven't really lost them. You've just covered them over. It's like when there's dust and shit in your garage or something and the floor's all covered over and then you get the broom and you move stuff and you sweep it away and you're like, oh, you were there the whole time. That's yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like there are things about you that have been there the whole time, except they're covered over with crap. And I'm like, this is me with the leaf blower this morning. Like, all right, let's fire it up and blow off the crap. So let's do Karen first. Karen, what do you have to add to all this? I feel for me, I used to be way more social and way more into, I mean, I built a career on networking. So, and then more recently, you know, we've come to a point where I'll be going out and networking again. And I'm like, holy shit. But I'm like, well, who is this person now? You know, I spent my whole twenties in Manhattan um, and public relations and beauty and, and hotels and networking. And, and now it's like dusting that off. Like I, I still got it somewhere. Yeah, I you do. <laughs> I don't know. I just felt like more recently, I don't network as much anymore. I'm like more, way more shy, way more introverted. Interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. I wonder why might be worth sitting in that question. Yeah. I do have to sit in that question. Yeah. Yeah. Morning, everybody. I see we got a bunch of people that jumped on. It's weird because I'm much more confident than I was in my twenties, of course. Right. Yeah. And much more, um, capable of holding a conversation like an authentic yeah. conversation and not the right mad. right right i yeah. wonder if that's part of it though because you know me in my 20s as well i would say i was very inauthentic right because yeah. in your 20s is like you're trying to prove something yeah and so you're out there like trying to prove that you have value or prove that you have worth or whatever and so now like you know that you're valuable so yep. now i feel like you and me both like we can go out and network from a different place And that probably means like creating a new version of ourselves that, you know, has everything else mixed in together. Right. Um, So that's, yeah, that's something too, because sometimes we adopt a behavior um, because we're trying to, you know, get somewhere and we forget that the best way to engage people in relationship is to be our authentic selves. So I think that at a younger age, we don't trust that, right? No. We don't think that our, first of all, we don't even know what it is. Because <laughs> yeah, who am I? 
you're either trying to get boys or cash or makeup or whatever, like, or, you know, uh, get somewhere in your career. Or or, comfortable in your skin. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Trace, what do you have to add to? Well, first, I want to say that um, you, the <laughs> questions you posted the other day, I really liked the, the first two. What parts of yourself have you lost due to life or someone's preferences or someone's opinions? And then also, what have you subtracted from your way of being that needs to be put back? So it, it's it's um, inevitable that the world around you is going to uh, chip away at who you are. But when you stand in a place of knowing, like you were just saying, like once you get clear on who you are and what brings you joy and what fills your soul and what's yours that that allows you to be the most um, best version of yourself, expressing yourself in the world and not feeling complacent and not feeling fearful. Oh, should I do that? I'm not so sure. You know, once you get into the place of what, what sits true for you, um, there's a, there's a, a, a point where other people's ideas and opinions don't matter, but getting there, you know, you have to work through that. You know, what your mother said, what your father said, what your boyfriend said, what, you know, whatever it is that's, that you surround yourself with to, to listen, but maybe not change who you are just because they happen to say they don't like how you did something. Well, that's, that's truly who you are. Like I'm very creative. Okay. And I have to be in my sewing room. And if I'm not in my sewing room, I can feel it and I get agitated and I get irritated. And so if somebody said that, you know, had something negative to say about, about my, my sewing and the quilts that I made, I, I, it would not penetrate me. You know, I'm like, I'd be like, ping, ping, ping. When you say that, because I know what it does for me. Mm. So I think that we have to really look at what, what have we lost as a result of somebody else rather than what we decided to lose. Right. And yeah. see, I don't think it's really lost, right? I think yeah. it's covered over. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I yeah. think what we do is we tailor ourselves, like you're saying, we tailor ourselves, you know, to accommodate whatever, a boss, a husband, a wife, a girlfriend, a job, a this, a that, you know, we're, we're okay. Tuck that in, tuck that in, you know, there's that meme that says, tuck your crazy in. Don't show that. (laughs) (laughs) Tuck that shit in. (laughs) That's what we do. And then, you know, we, I just feel like we reach a certain point and it's like, F this, I'm not tucking anything in like, here it is. You know, it's like me. I'm not like, I used to be like, I have to show up a certain way. It's like, you guys have seen me with makeup all put together. You've seen me on Saturday mornings without any, I have something to do this morning and it regard, you know, it just, I have to take a shower like afterwards cause we're moving some stuff and I'm just, so it is what, you know, it is what it is. And I'm yeah. just like, what matters is what I'm sharing with you guys and what I'm saying. It doesn't matter. So like I know and think enough of myself that I don't always have to look, you know, a particular way or whatever. Like that's something I think that comes just like with, you know, with an understanding of who you are. Mm -hmm. Dodie saying being authentic and true to myself is something I'm working on instead of just fitting in. And she makes a great point So because we, we do that, right. We try to fit in now. You know, we were talking before we went live, there is a balance, right? Because you don't want to be an obnoxious, like socially unacceptable, you know, truthfully, if you're, especially if you're a career woman, if you're a professional woman and you're in business, you obviously are not going to, you know, run screaming into a chamber of commerce meeting, acting like an asshole, just because you feel like it, you know, so (laughs) there is like a particular protocol and that, and so that's not, 
you know, I'm not suggesting that we all start acting like bohemians. I'm suggesting that there are parts of yourself um, that you're not accessing anymore. Uh, Christy's saying you lose yourself trying to make other people happy. We must make ourselves happy first. Um, yes, she says we're always good to people, but we forget to be good to ourselves. That is true. I think yep. most women are, you know, not taking care of themselves first. Yeah. I have a professional client, um, an executive coaching client that I was meeting with yesterday. And on our first meeting together a month or so ago, I told her you have to start because she was feeling very frazzled managing her team. You know, and I said, you have to start here. You have to center this every morning and get whole and then go out to the day. And she was like a different person. It's probably been three weeks mm. I met with her yesterday. And she was like, oh, my God, it's made a huge difference. What you said and what the homework you gave me and whatever, because she's. She's taking that time for herself. And now she's a better leader, a better employee, you know, because she is taking time for herself. And a lot of people do not take time um, for herself yeah. and um, yeah. for themselves. You, you have to, I never really did that, but I, I do encourage our team to do that. With staff agencies, like, that's a big thing for me. Yeah. I'm like, you have to, you know, take care of yourselves first. Um, I think that now let's kind of move into this whole like really resonate with where you've gotten and how far you've come because in there are some self-worth issues mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because if you, I guarantee that most of you, where you sit, where you sit right now is not where you sat 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. Especially if you've been watching the show and, and just been in our conversation since we've been doing this since 2016. That's a long time. So, do we, like, I don't think, including me, that we wake up going like, wow, look at all the stuff that I've had come into being. Like, wow, look at how far I've come or... You know, what I I've accomplished. Think, or, yeah, I don't think yeah. we're taking time to really, I mean, to say, oh, yeah, I did that, I did that, I did that. No, I mean, really, like, wow. What did it feel like, you know, 20 years ago when I didn't have money for food? Yeah. I was cashing in bonds that Antonio got when he was a baby because I had just filed mm -hmm. bankruptcy and I didn't know how I was going to feed that. Like, wow. That's a far cry from, you know, where we are today. Um, in that is recognizing all the work that I did to get there. And this is the same for you guys, right? Like where you are now, as opposed to where you were and yep. really getting that means you have to acknowledge everything that you did to get there. Yep. And that I feel like gives you back maybe some of the things that you're covering over, right? Because the ways that you were and had to be to walk through all that, like those might be some of the ways that you want to reintroduce yourself to, you know? Um, Betty's saying, sometimes when we have things happen to chip away at self-confidence, like rejection, it might make one hold a part back over time. These parts build up and confidence ebbs and flows, builds with successes. True. Um, Rejections could be reframed as change of direction. 
So I just want to encourage people that I'm a firm believer in when God closes a door, it's for a reason. Yeah. And that he'll always open a window or another door. Yeah. And so um, I'm just really like everything happens for a reason. And I've trained Antonio like that as well. So, you know, right now he's building his business and some things didn't turn out. He's like, that's okay. It's not meant to be. If it's meant to be, it will be easy. You know, everything that I've taught him, and which is great to watch on your kid, because it's not like I sat down and said, here are some life lessons, son. You know, <laughs> he just watched me live my life and watched me talking to you guys and write books and do all the shit I've been doing for, what, three decades, four decades, however the hell long it's been. And, and he picked it up. But um, when you... When a door closes and something doesn't happen, if you are living your life like in a pretty good attitude and you're going along at a pretty good clip, like what's yours can't be taken away from you. Yeah. And if it isn't yours, it's won't be, it like the universe itself will throw up roadblocks. Yep. And it's only really those of us that those of us that are super willful, right? Like I'm gonna make it happen no matter what. Like there's a there's a fine line there between grit. And, and arrogance, you know, grit is like, I know this is right. I know this is the right direction. I'm feeling lazy this morning, but I know I need to do this. I'm going to dig in and get it done. Arrogance is like actual things are stopping you. And you're like, no, I'm going to do it anyway. That's when people right. get themselves into difficulty, right? Um, Can I say? Go ahead. Um, um, so... Uh, your shirt reminds me of the gap. So to stand in the gap, to stand in the space of what was and what's not yet. <laughs> some people don't want to stand in the gap. Some people don't want to stand in the confusion or right. or sit in the sit in the patience or sit in the waiting or in the uncomfortable. Some people don't like to be alone. Some people like, and so then they fill it, and then they and then they, you miss the opportunity of what's yours because you're yeah. too busy, you know, stirring it all up and looking and what was it? Is it there? And you know, uh, so like you said. Um, you have to engage in your life and you have to move forward, but you don't have to be the steamroller. You don't have to, you know, push the wall down if there's a wall in front of you. So to just be in the space of um, knowing yourself enough to know wh when to move, when to sit, wh where yeah. to go. Um, yeah. And, 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 and if you had something from before, it doesn't mean that you still have to have it. Like, let it go. Like, if it no longer serves you, then let it go. And then something new will show up. And sometimes you do have to be the steamroller. That's what I'm talking about, right? So, like, it's the difference between the grit and the arrogance. Yep. And that, like, comes with time. Because there are some times where, like, life throws up a block to make sure you really want what you say you want. Yes. So just be conscious of that, right? Yes. So it's like what we're saying to you is not an excuse not to work hard for something, or mm -hmm. it's not an excuse not to overcome yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, there's wisdom in all of that. Right. And that's where, again, coaches come in handy for that type of thing, because we can see things that you can't see when you're in a fishbowl. You don't know that you're in a fishbowl yeah. outside the fishbowl to go, hello, you're in a fishbowl. And you go, what are you talking about? I can see everything. I can. It's like, yeah, dude, but you're in a bowl. Like you're not, you're not seeing the bowl. Right. And that's where, you know, things like executive coaches, life coaches, professional coaches, that, that's where that stuff comes in handy because sometimes we can't, sometimes you cannot see what you're in the middle of. 
Um, Kimberly is saying she had a moment like that with her son. And Lisa is saying she's confident in charging what she's worth and her clients are happy to pay and tip. Um, that's great. And uh, Misty says she's continuing to be proactive, not reactive. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, any any either one of you want to add to like what? Yeah, it's so interesting. Really need to get what we brought, got. That you brought this up. I was speaking. So, Erin's one of our coaches at Staff Agency, and I had a one-on-one -on -one with her yesterday because, like, you know, you need coaching, right? And I was saying, and I brought up that I met one of my goals. I met a goal of compensation. What do you do once you meet it? Yeah. And I, and I met goals in the past, but I've never, and I'm, when I've been working the Jack Canfield successive principles and you actually write it down, I have never really written goals down really clearly like that and gone over them multiple times a day, every day. And then when you meet one of them, you're like, holy shit, what do I do now? Like, can you really freak? It kind of freaks you out for a little bit. Yeah. And then I've been reading a lot about <laughs> success and how that like translate. And I know another uh, episode we have is about imposter syndrome. And that is, that's where I'm at right now is like sitting with the, I did this, I made this, like, I'm, I, you know, and, 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 and working on that a lot. So I don't have the answer or whatever it is or right. what that's like, but that's what I'm working on right now. And, and, and as of like yesterday, I kind of realized that. Yeah. I think that at least for me, we get really busy. You know, I'm always, there's always a hundred things to do. And then I always think of 10,000 more things, right. And more things I want to fund, stuff I want to start, books I want to write, classes I want and I, I was just saying to Tracy and Karen before we got on here, like when I first drove into the driveway of this house, when I was looking at houses in Vermont, I thought, oh, that's way beyond what I can do. That how like, and then it turned out and someday I'll tell you all the story, but God like literally like gave me the house. It wasn't even on the market and I got it for like crazy. It was just, it's it's a huge story of manifestation and trusting yep. God. Um, yeah. Uh, getting like, and then when I, and then being in here, it looked a particular way. And I was like, oh, I want it to look this way. Cause I love white. I want it to be white. I want it to be open. I wanted, you know, and now, you know, it's all been done. Like, but it got done. Like it wasn't like some huge renovation that it was like, no, we had this made. And then the next year we had somebody come in and paint the cabinets so we didn't have to change the cabinets and the electrician just came and changed the lights. And that was like the last little, you know, and so it's, it's that whole, like, I'm ready to go to like times 10. I'm ready to create like a vision for myself. That's absolutely like obnoxious. And that's what we're going to talk about next week is the difference between two times goal and 10 times goal mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and, and what that does to you. So that's next week's topic, but that's something, you know, me, I'm always living in the topic before I'm talking about it to you. So to get what you got gives you something. Yeah. And it may very well give you back the pieces of yourself that you've covered over. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I right. want to say more about that. Mm. So Dora saying rejection comes from everywhere. Again, I would encourage you all to drop that word. 
Um, rejection indicates that you are being kept from something that is yours. Mm. Rejection indicates that something's been taken away from you. I would encourage you all to do away with the word rejection and replace it um, with like redirection. Yeah, seeming. Mm. Um, replace rejection with redirection. If something uh, quote unquote has rejected you, you have simply been redirected. Yep. yep. Um, Liz right. is saying rejection is divine redirection. I like that, Liz. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I encourage you all, um, you know, I'm always about the reframe because it's very powerful. So yep. do away with that word. It's just like I say, do away with the word budget because it very much makes you feel poor mm -hmm. uh, or like you're shrinking. When you say wealth plan, that is just a whole, that brings a whole different thing, right? Yep. Yep. Um, so. Yep. Yeah, re, re, redirection. It, it's not, if you really believe that nothing that is truly yours can be taken away from you, and I encourage you all to sit with that understanding because, because really, if you could get that, if you could understand that nothing that is divinely yours could be taken away from you, then that will change your whole life. Yep. Because you can stop feeling like you're not hitting it because you know that it will just come. And my husband is a perfect example of that. When I met him 20 some odd years ago and we dated for six months, I was certain that he was the per my person. And then it all went to shit. And then we didn't speak for 17 years and now we're married. So I was right. He was my person. The timing wasn't lined up and other things needed to happen before we could get to where we were going. He was divinely restored to me at the right time. Yep. I never, Tracy's known me most of my life, never in a million years did we think that that was coming back around yep. the pipe. Mm -mm -mm. And when I say it literally dropped in my lap, I'm not kidding. Yep. So, you know, and, and, and it was quick. When it came back, it was like, here's the ring. We're getting married. It's done and done. Let's go. Yep. I'm selling my house. I'm moving to Vermont. I'm retiring. Here we go. Yep. And, and there we are. So I promise you, if it's yours, it can't be taken away from you. And if you, if you really could sit in that and, and even attempt to come from that, it will change everything. It will change everything. It will give you a whole new framework in which to operate your life. And, and that doesn't mean that you don't have a growth plan and it doesn't mean we don't have some goals and milestones we want to hit. And it doesn't mean that we don't go forward and it doesn't mean we don't have to have grit sometimes and dig our teeth in. It just means that the universe is operating in your favor, man. It's mm -hmm. the, the game is fixed. You win at the end. I read the last chapter. It all turns out. Yeah. And honest to God, if you lived your life, like it all turns out. Yeah. Wouldn't your life be completely different? Wouldn't you just like wake up in a different space every day if you really came from that understanding? Yep. Um, anybody want to say the power about of words before we close out? There was something you said about 
getting what you living in what you have will undust the past or undust yeah. yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, I think that's really powerful because you know, when you get like you, when you get what you, you had a compensation goal, you met it. When you live in that, you will have to realize that you are worth more than you thought. Yeah. You will have to realize that those of us that you work for, which would be me, recognize <laughs> your worth yep. and see you as very valuable and see you as an intricate part of my daily life, which I do. So, you know what I'm saying? But for you to get that, because I know you think well of me. So for you to understand that someone that you think well of values you equally, like that will change you. Right. That will change you, you know, and, and, and you should let it change you because that will bring to you the next level. And the, and the same for all of you, if you really get what you've got, you can go to the next level. The 10X. Yeah, exactly. The 10X, which we'll talk about next week. And not 10X, like nothing wrong with Grant Cardone's 10X, <laughs> no, but that's no. not what I'm, I just want to preface. That's not what we're talking about. We're, we're talking about making crazy visionary goals for yourself and how that changes yeah. you and like 2X versus 10X. So I just want to, again, nothing against Grant Cardone. I like his work. That's just, but that's not what we're, that's not where I'm going next week with this. Um, just a couple of uh, little cleanup items. Uh, we, I encourage you to visit, visit us at fortunatopartners.com or thecoffeechatshow.com. I encourage you to join the Wheel of Change, which is our Facebook group. That is where we start dropping the content of what we're going to talk about. And we're really going to look into like get, getting that group going more because we're noticing that it's just kind of like me and Tracy and Karen that are, and a couple of other people that are posting. We really want... A lot of people in that group, we want women supporting each other and we want everyone really, you know, posting and contributing and all that. So we're going to build that up as we go on. And I'll be launching a teachable school at the end of the month, probably. There are those of you that have financial concerns and would like to work with me, but always say like, it's too much. I don't have that much available income. I don't have blah, blah, blah. So now I'm going to create a whole bed of courses that are priced across the board. Um, and so there should be something for everyone in there by the time we launch it. Um, yeah. So it's called Elevate You. <laughs> Tracy, are you frozen? Is she frozen? No. Okay. All right, you guys. I guess that's it. We will see you next Saturday morning. And uh, I encourage you this week to do two things. One, see what there is in your personality that it's time to dust off and reintroduce yourself mm. to and mm -hmm. to um, yep. look at how far you've come in the last couple of decades and really just sit in that and, and, and get what you got, get yep. what you accomplished and let that change you. Yep. Let that dictate what you decide to plan for your future. I think you'll find some, um, some valuable, you know, I think you find some valuable things in there if you just sit in those two questions. Yeah, um, okay, so we'll see you next week where we'll be talking about two times versus 10 times and how that changes you. All right, we'll see you soon. Mm -hmm.